Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to TC Live, presented all week by Verbo. It was semifinal Friday in Cleveland, Quebec, and Winston-Salem today. We'll show you who got through to two women's and one men's final. Plus, the U.S. Open is just three days away. We'll discuss and debate who's going to hold up the last Grand Slam trophies of the year. Welcome inside our Santa Monica, California studios. Rob Simulcair here with my man, Nick Monroe and Mark Knowles, just calling a long match. Another good match down in Winston-Salem. We'll get to that in a little bit. But first, we're going to go right to Cleveland as we're going to be talking a lot of U.S. Open later in the show. But first, let's take a look at a couple of streaks running into each other in Cleveland. Bernard Pera, one of the hottest women on tour, 13 straight wins coming into this semifinal matchup against another streak. Ludmilla Sansonova, eight straight wins. So which streak would survive? To Cleveland we go now. And the highlights of this one, and really, uh, Mark Para has been on fire, but she ran into a hot player today. Yeah, both players in terrific form. Samsonova has been playing well. She took the title in D.C. She hits big from the back of the court, and you just wondered if anyone could stay with Para. She showed early that she was ready. She dictated play, which is something that Para has been doing so well over the last couple of months. You can see moving forward here, finishing nicely at the net there with the backhand volley. So she got off to a terrific start really cruised in that opening set and then more of the same in the second. Look how she attacks the return and closes in so quickly. So Samsonova playing so well and maybe we said Perry yesterday you may have to circle Samsonova's name heading into New York because this was a flawless performance. There you see it making quick work of one of the hottest streaks in tennis. So Samsonova through and there you see the final set up for tomorrow, it'll be a matchup of Alexandra Sasnovich and Ludmilla Samsonova. Sasnovich advanced on a walkover, so did not have to play today. She'll be coming in rested, looking for her first title. A uh, couple of top 40 players there. So there you see it, and uh, it should be a good matchup tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think we can bet against Samsonova. I mean, obviously, the way she's playing to beat, beat Bernarda Pera like she did today was impressive. And those fast courts, she was coming forward, getting to the net, I'm not betting against her. Yeah, definitely. She's got a ton of confidence. If you beat Bernarda Perra that convincingly, you're feeling good going into the finals. But you never know. But I like her chances. All right. Well, to Winston-Salem we go now. We just watched the second men's semifinal there. Let's talk about what happened earlier in the day, though, as it was Bodek van de Zenschulp and Adrian Manorino. Manorino looking to reach his first final since 2020. Yeah, you know what? Manorino came out so sharp. He beat Maxim Cressy in the last round, and so he saw a lot of big serves against Maxim Cressy and was making a ton of returns that match and again today. Van de Zenschulp could not find a way to get it out of the strike zone of Manorino. He didn't know if he should play aggressive, offensive, didn't know what to do against Manorino. Manorino was on point. He won 81% of his first serve points. One didn't face any break points throughout this match. Manorino, as you can see, he just had 
Ben has ended up on the run the entire time, finishing in the net, big overheads. He's now won 94% of his service games throughout this tournament in Winston-Salem and also just saved 84 break points of the time. And so this guy is on fire, is Adrian Manorino. And so there's your men's singles final in Winston-Salem. Tomorrow it'll be Manorino against Laszlo Gera, who we just saw advance in the other semifinal. That is on tap for tomorrow, 5 o'clock Eastern time. Please welcome the 2021 U.S. Open finalists. Ronakanu authors one of the most improbable tennis stories we have ever seen. And there you see it. It was Ronakanu last year breaking through, and women's tennis has been all about the breakthrough. 21 different winners on the women's Grand Slam circuit in the last 38 events, only eight on the men's side. So you see the huge difference between the men's and the women's game. And of the top 20 seeds or ranked players in the WTA, 15 of them have not yet won a slam. So it is really anybody's game. And you know, I, I was looking at the draw today. I picked out 25 women. I thought I, I thought had a legitimate chance to win the U.S. Open. Yeah, I mean, for me, look, one player to look at is Jessica Pagula. She's made the quarterfinals of Australia and the French, and she also made quarters in, in Cincinnati and semis in Toronto. So she is on point. She's got a great coach in David Witt, who's been with Venus Williams, longtime coach of Venus Williams. So he knows how to take it, a player to get to that stage and further to win a Grand Slam. So I like her as, uh, as a favorite. As a potential first-time yep. Slam winner. What do you think? Are we going to have another first-timer in New York? Uh, probably a good chance, but things are a bit complicated for me because yesterday I said I like Caroline Garcia, and then I looked at the draw in the third round. She'd have to play... Uh, Beatrice Haddad Maya, mm -hmm. who I also like. And then also in that section is Coco Goff, who Nick likes. So it's, it's very convoluted there. It's complicated. But I'm still going to stick with my guns. I'm, I'm going to go with whoever wins that Garcia-Haddad-Maya match is going to go very far. I'm not sure if they're going to win, but they're going to go very far. Well, we got a player playing tomorrow in a final, Daria Kasatkina, who I think is coming in with a good chance as well. All right. Well, you got 25 options. <laughs> you, uh, exactly. Yeah, you got to pick one. You can't lose. It's like a third <laughs> of the draw. All right. So who do you think is flying under the radar, Nick? People aren't talking about right now who you think could make a deep run. Well, for me, when I looked at it, I, I liked Cornet. I mean, look, she's, she's won last six matches against top 20 opponents in Grand Slam. So she plays Radicanu in the first round. Obviously, not an easy matchup for either player, but Cornet is a player to watch out for. She extends rallies. She's so athletic out there. So for me, winning the last six matches against top 20 players in Grand Slams, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think for me, you might have heard of her before. She's, she's played well at slams. I think Serena Williams. Mm. <laughs> Is that under the radar? Believe, Does that count? I believe I've heard of her. Yes. I don't think that counts. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be very interesting, right? Probably somebody's going to come out, as it always does. Somebody's going to – it's going to be a revelation. I'm not totally sure who. Maybe Sloane Stevens. Sloane Stevens has an interesting little section. If she plays well, we know that she can beat Igor Svantec. Is there an American – you certainly mentioned Collins – Another American, Serena, obviously, in the conversation. Madison Keys, Coco, another American you really look at to make, it, make a deep run. Well, I, I, you mentioned Collins. I mean, she likes fast courts. She stays down. She hits a flat hitter of the ball. And no one likes to see kind of that flat, compact swing that she brings to the court. So I like a Danielle Collins on the fast courts of the U.S. Open. So as another American, that would be one for me. She's got Osaka in the first round. <laughs> There's a lot of great matches. Madison yeah. Key's a good name you mentioned, but once again, for her, she's in that section with Coco Goff. So then when you talk about Americans facing one each other, 
good friends. The draw is super complicated this year because there are a lot of sleepers that we like, but they got to get through some tricky matchups. The quarter that looks most competitive to me is Hollop's quarter. There are a lot of good players in that quarter right now. Uh, Amanda Anasimova uh, in there. I love her, but she's in a tough one. She's in Shantek's quarter, actually. But is there a quarter, I don't even have to draw memorized, that you think you'd like to be in? Uh, I, I don't have it memorized, but I mean, again, when we're just talking about players, Bernardo Pera is also another player that she's won the last 19 and 21 matches. So her quarter is going to be tough. I mean, she obviously mm -hmm. she loves fast, hard courts. But, you know, again, it's so wide open, as Mark has mentioned, and it'll be fun to watch. And we talked about the draw that Serena got. I mean, she's in a, a quarter that you might say is the easiest because the two seed there is Annette Contivate, who has not been playing well. Well, I want to know what's going on here. Is he spending too much time on the practice court? He doesn't have the draw memorized? I mean, come on, man. I, I, I got to be on it. I got to two on the hours draw. on the practice court, not three. <laughs> I like also Samsonova. I mean, you got to mm -hmm. watch her, right, where she is in the draw. We talked about that before. We yeah. know how much there, she likes her. There's a lot of yeah. sleepers. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to be coming back and talking about the men. We're going to have more hard-hitting questions. Put you on the spot again. I'm going to ask you to, to give me 1 through 128 in order, Nick. But we'll have more men's predictions when we come back here on TC Live. TC Live is presented by Verbo, a place for together. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. That was a tremendous battle. That's my match of the year. Earlier in the tournament, I said something kind of in a bad way. Now I'm saying it in a good way. It's because of your energy, guys. I was here in the final. <laughs> your champion, Daniil Medvedev. Daniil Medvedev's interesting journey with the crowd in New York last year. And there you see he's been installed as the favorite the number one seed, number one player in the world, a plus 230 to win the title. You see the other favorites there, Nadal, Alcaraz, Nick Kyrgios coming in as the fourth favorite at 10 to 1 odds, and then the others as well. So we're going to have a little segment here we like to call quick hands. we got a couple of sets of quick hands up here <laughs> with my doubles players. We're going to see how quick the hands are on some of these hard-hitting questions. I'm going to start with question number one. This one's going to you, Mark. Which is more likely, speaking of doubles, the doubles partners of Kyrgios and Kokonakis playing each other in the first round. Kyrgios has to get past that. What do you think is more likely for Kyrgios? A round of 16 run or a first round loss to his double partner? Yeah, I'm still going to go with the round of 16 run. I, I know it's a tricky matchup. He would have picked anyone else to play rather than his good friend, his doubles partner, Kokonakis. But I love the form. I love the commitment of Kyrgios that he's shown us over the last couple of months. The nice run to the final at Wimbledon. I think that just kind of invigorated him to have a little bit more belief in the majors. So I think we're going to see a more mature Nick Kyrgios at this U.S. Open. And I think he'll be able to overcome the obstacle of playing a really good friend. 
And I would have to agree with you, Mark. I'm going to go round to 16 for Nick Kyrgios as well. I mean, they're playing Monday night under the lights, U.S. Open. It's going to be electric for those two friends. They've won so many titles and doubles, Australian Open, but I'm going to go round to 16, Nick Kyrgios. And again, that round of 16 match for Kyrgios would be Medvedev if he gets through as well. So that will be a primetime matchup for sure in New York. Okay, question number two. Which American man will make the deepest run in New York? For me, it's got to be Taylor Fritz. I mean, look, Taylor Fritz has been playing extremely well. He's got a great coach in Michael Russell. This is their first full year together. We're seeing what it's doing for Taylor Fritz. Also, Paul Anacone is there with him there in New York. So for me, it's Taylor Fritz. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. I also like Taylor Fritz, but I think the draw is a little tricky, right? Because mm -hmm. he actually plays Tracy Austin's son, Brandon Holt, in the opening round. They obviously know each other well. He's practiced with Taylor. But I think also Tommy Paul's in that section. Tommy Paul's played well. Talk about good friends. Those guys know each other very well. But I think if I was looking for a long run, it would be either Fritz or Francis Tiafo. Fritz also in the draw in the quarter of step of Sitsipas as well. So not an easy quarter. Okay, coming up next. This is an interesting one. Let's look at the top four seeds. Which do you think is there a chance that a top four seed will lose in the first three rounds uh, of this tournament? So a top four seed not getting through. Uh, what do you think? The top four seeds here for the well, men you've Mark, got. Mark hasn't memorized his draw yet. But, <laughs> but for me, for me, I'm going to have to say no. I'm going to have to say no. I, I think all the four, top four seeds get through in the first three rounds. We're going to keep it nice and simple. I'll let Mark memorize the draw. <laughs> See, Nick doesn't like to go out on a limb. You're, you're seeing the theme, <laughs> He wants right? to go out on a limb. But chalk. He likes chalk. <laughs> I got you covered here. I had to, had to just look down and make sure. Sitsipas is the number four yes. seed. Yes. And I know I went to UCLA. I'm not completely biased here. But if Maxime Cressy can get to the third round, he will have a great chance to take out Sitsipas in the third round, and therefore your number four seed could go down. All right, that's the one you're looking at to potentially get taken out. We'll keep an eye on that. All right, next quick one. This is a fun one. You put your thinking caps on. On a scale of one to ten, with ten being the highest, what is your confidence for either Andy Murray or Stan Wawrinka to win their first round matches? I'll start with you. I like them both. I think they're both going to win. I like Andy Murray's chances. I like Vavrinka's chances as well. So I'm going to go with both of On the a scale three one time. To 10 Where's the number? Champions. One to ten. I'm going to go strong. I'm going to go seven point five. Mm, okay. Both. For both. Okay. For me, it's going to be 10 out of 10 for Murray. I like his chances against Sarunalo. Yes. Look, he, he plays well in New York, obviously, Andy Murray. But the Wawrinka one is interesting for me. Wawrinka, I think it's actually three out of ten. He hasn't won. He's 0 for 4 since Wimbledon. Lost first round Wimbledon. Lost his next three first rounds as well. And Moutet actually beat him the last time they played at the French Open. So Moutet is 2-0 and against him. And so I'm going to go with Moutet. Did you forget Vavrinka's nickname? Stan the man. Stan the He's man. He's going to come through. <laughs> so where Sorry. are you? So on my 1 to 10, it was 3, three out of 10 three. for Wawrinka. Okay, I'm going to go 9 for Murray, and I'm going to go 7.5 for there Stan Vavrinka. All right. All right. One more. I want to get one more bold prediction from each of you on a winner. What do you got? Oh, we haven't gotten a bold prediction from him yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> Any bold prediction? Anything. Oh, Give me anything. Man. Who's right. making a deep run, a surprise, Go or ahead, a winner? Nick. I know you got it locked and loaded. What do you got? I'm saying Taylor Fritz to the final of the U.S. Open. Uh, he would be playing Medvedev in the semifinal. And I just like his form. So that's my bold prediction. Taylor Fritz getting Taylor the final. Taylor Fritz all the way to the final. I'm going to go Jessica Pagula in the final four on the ladies' side. I think I already said that. That was my, that was my prediction. I'm not, okay. I don't all listen right. to you all very right. often. A lot of Bills fans <laughs> up here. The Buffalo crew in effect. Okay, now I'm making you do it. Your life's on the line. I'm starting with you. I need a winner. Uh, I'm going to go with 
Rafael Nadal. He, he knows how to win majors. I think he's got a great draw early. Only time Rafa gets in a bit of trouble on a hard court is early. I like his chance. He's going to get to play himself in. He's got Alcaraz possibly if they both advance to the semifinals. I'm going to go with the experience. And I think Medvedev's got a tricky draw depending on what happens in that curious section. I'm going with Rafael Nadal on the men's side. And I think I'm going to have to go with Rafael Nadal as well. I'll go mm. with UCLA Bruin. But the only reason I'm going to go with Rafael Nadal is if he can get past my man, Rinky Hijikata, who played at the University of North Carolina, where I played. They play first round. That's going to be fun to watch Tuesday night. But I'm going to go with Rafael Nadal. If he gets past Rinky, Rafael all the way. Wow. So the injury, you guys both <laughs> think he's going to be able to show up healthy enough to get through seven matches. One thing I've learned, never bet against the big three. They continue yeah. to amaze, and we're lucky to have them. And there's only one of them showing up in New York. So we will be there at Tennis Channel as things get underway on Monday. We can't wait. Tennis Channel Live will kick things off for you every single day of the tournament, starting at 9 o'clock Eastern time. A two-hour daily pregame show to get you set for the action from the USDA National Tennis Center. Of course, all eyes will be on Serena Williams. Everybody in the tennis world continues to honor Serena, the latest on Jabour. My message for Serena will be big thank you for what you gave to this sport and uh, also big thank you personally because uh, you chose to play doubles with me. That was one of the most incredible things that I had to experience on a, on a tennis court. Uh, thank you for being amazing and uh, very kind. She's really like call, calls me my sister and she's really like a sister to me. So I'm very lucky to, uh, to even have spoken to you before. Uh, hope you can come to Tunisia now. You have a, a lot of time and you are very, very welcome. And welcome back to TC Live, presented by Verbo. To U.S. Open qualifiers we go, and a big win for Brandon Holt. Yeah, this was amazing stuff for Brandon Holt. He actually was at 4-2 in the third set, game point. It went to a rain delay. They came back out, then he got to 5-3, serving for it. Match point had another rain delay. I actually texted him. I said, what did you do during that last rain delay when you had match point? And he said, I sat in the recovery room and these chairs almost fell asleep. And he thought, man, that would be awful if I fall asleep and get a default for not going back out there. But he made it back out on the court. You see the hug with his mom, Tracy Austin. What a moment for Brandon Holt. Congratulations to Tracy, to Brandon on the win. That's the qualifying round. So he's through to the main draw, as is our friend Chris Eubanks from Tennis Channel also qualifies. He got a win today as well. He came back from a set down. Meanwhile, on the women's side, from the United States, it was Ashlyn Kruger, an 18-year-old. She qualifies, as well as Katherine Harrison, who is ranked 239. She qualified and won a match, uh, actually, at Wimbledon. So congratulations to all of them. And there you see, of course, Samsonova stracking, uh, snapping that Paris streak that we talked about earlier. To Granby, we go now. And a semifinal matchup here, Daria Kasatkina continuing to play well during the hardcourt season. Yeah, Kazakina started the hardcourt season so well, winning in San Jose with a couple of big wins. Entered the event this week just trying to get some more confidence after losing in the opening two rounds in her previous two events, and she came out super hot. Hitting big from the back of the court, big serve there to close out the opening set, and more of the same in the second. She just has such a complete game. She can cover the court so well, and look at the power she generated there on the backhand from well back in the court, really had no trouble in this match to Kazakina, and she's into the final where she'll play Daria Saville. 
to the social net we go now. And we just talked about our man Chris Eubanks. He had some supporters, some high-profile supporters watching his qualifier, Coco Goff, showing up to lend some support. A lot of happy folks as uh, he gets through to the main draw. Yeah, they're very good friends, Coco and Chris, and she's been kind of putting a lot of things on her story, pumping Chris Eubanks up and, and trying to get, as, he, as she calls him, the giraffe through, through the matches, and he's doing great. On court 17, he loves that court. He gave a big heart sign to the court, and uh, yeah, absolutely. He'll be happy to be in the main draw of the U.S. Open once again this year. Well, it's such a special moment for all players when they qualify in a major. It's almost like getting, I would assume, getting the call up to go to the majors. It's a big deal, and Chris Eubanks is a really good player with a big game. So watch his name in New York. He can play well on that surface. All right, and speaking of qualifying, Brandon Holt, we just saw, saw his highlight. And here's what you get, apparently, if you qualify for the main draw from qualifiers. A, a nice ball. I guess that's the that must be your match point ball, I'm guessing, or some game ball that you you get to take home. So a nice souvenir. It's kind of like hitting your first home run, Mark. You get to take it home. I tell you what, things have really changed. I remember when I qualified for the first time the U.S. Open way back. I think I got a hot dog. <laughs> you catch up on it? And then in Just jun- relish. And, and, and in juniors, you know, you get a gold ball, a silver ball. So that's kind of cool. You know, I, I remember in juniors, I always wanted that gold ball or the silver ball. So now, you know, to be able to get the U.S. Open ball that you played with for qualifying, that, that's a great touch. Awesome. Well, congrats to everybody who qualified. And here's Naomi Osaka getting ready for the Open to start this week. And interesting routine she's got going to get things warmed up. Throwing the football. Yeah, no, yeah I, it's pretty – a lot of players like to do that just to warm up the arm shoulder, get ready for serving and overheads. And it's definitely a good warm-up. And no matter how far you throw it, keep it short, make it long distance. And I'm sure Marky Knowles was trying to show off his arm when he was throwing the football, show how far he could throw it. Always trying to show off there. Hey, listen, we're only three days away from the start of the U.S. Open, but also about 10 days away from the start of the NFL season. Guess what? The yep. Giants could use Naomi Osaka at quarterback. <laughs> She's throwing that high arcing teardrop. I think that's a back corner of the end zone pass there. Try to drop one in. All right, we'll see how she goes. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get you set for tomorrow. Center court coverage tomorrow starting at 1 o'clock Eastern from Cleveland, 3 o'clock from Granby, the other women's final of the weekend. Then the men in Winston-Salem will have TC Live to wrap things up. Back to wrap this one up in a minute. For the hot shot of the day, we go back to Winston-Salem and Laszlo Jera. Yeah, this was an incredible point. Jera known for the good two-hander like most Serbians. A nice approach here, but Ken Rosewell, line one. Beautiful slice pass up the line from Laszlo Jera. You don't see this often, but Jera pulls it off beautifully up the line. And he pulls off the win as well to advance to the final. There you see our lineup for tomorrow. Starts in Cleveland, Samsonova and Sasnovich, then Kasatina and Saville in the Granby final, and then it'll be Jera and Adrian Manorino to wrap things up. Nick, I start with who? You. Who do you like as the winners there? Well, hard to go against Samsonova, right? With her form that she just produced against Bernarda Pera today, one of the hottest women's players on tour. That was amazing stuff. And I love Daria Sabo. I love her energy that she brings every time she steps on the court. I'm actually feel like she's going to get the W tomorrow. And then also Menorino. Menorino has spent less time on court 
than Jeddah. He had a nice, he had a long three hour and 31 minute match his first round in Menorino, but he's won every match after that in two sets. Whereas Jeddah has had to go three sets, go the distance every single match over two hours. The guy's been grinding. So Menorino for me is going to have fresher legs and I, I like him in the final. I'm going to go with Samsonovic as well. She's playing terrific tennis. I like that you picked Darius Salvo there, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Kazakina, and I'm going to disagree with you on the last one. Laszlo Gera has shown me something this week, somebody who's more comfortable on the clay. He's really shown me some stuff on the hard. Even though it's tricky against Manorino, I'm going to go with Laszlo Gera. You know, everybody's going to be getting on a plane after these matches and heading to New York. So that's that's a factor as well when you get to these these tournaments right before the U.S. Open, especially those who think they have a run in them in New York. So we'll see what the what the mindset might be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's good for them that the finals are on Saturday, so they'll have a whole day to kind of get to New York and get ready to play Monday or Tuesday. All right. Well, we got a rare final Saturday coming at you tomorrow. It starts early. We can't wait to take you through it. We'll be back with TC Live to wrap things up. Have a great Tennis Friday. We'll see you tomorrow.